Oh, you gotta fix your shit. <laughs> I know. Stop making fun of me. Ugh. What are you doing? <laughs> you think that was bad? Wait until I unplug it and it goes. Pow. Don't do that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Whispering into the microphone really helps keep your secret. I didn't necessarily not want you to hear it. <laughs> Oh, beer. Handy beery. Handy beery. I can't get any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. Hold on. I guess I can go just as far as you. Has this worked? Has this ever worked? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, good. Ah. One, two, oh no! <laughs> Did you drop one? We'll yeah. Last. Okay. Tap it a lot. Boy, I just oh, tossed boy, beers oh, down the hallway. How far away were you guys? Pretty far. <laughs> Has this worked? Has this ever worked? The funny part is, all one of us would have had to do would be take off the damn headphones. It's like, oh, we can't do that. Yeah. Shit, we gotta go ahead and finish this without taking off the headphones. Are you kidding? All right. <clears throat> Wait, can we? Can we really quickly? Can we just do a little intro really quick so I can open this beer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys mind? Okay, cool. Make sure it's not the shaking up one. <laughs> or or the, the or one you dropped, that, I mean. Maybe that's what it should be used. Kinder, faster, stronger, stranger, badder, worster, badder, <laughs> sadder. That's our theme song. <laughs> yeah, you cut that out later and have her work on that. I think it's good as it is. Worst, worster, fader. Uh, I'm not sure what she said there. I don't know either. <laughs> we'll have to just see. A strange exchange with Seth and Lowe. And Copy. And Clink, that everyone. That was a loud, juicy one. Clink. Clink. Well, it's uh, certainly, what is this, week number five on this thing. This You guys have been, like, banging these things out. Welcome to five. Welcome to A Strange Exchange with Seth. And Lowe. Hi, Compy. How are you doing? Hiya. How's it in there? Warm? It's hot in the control <laughs> room, baby. Just how you like it. I, you know, I do like it, but I'm seriously thinking we, we got to... Air conditioning is not a terrible thing. It's just expensive. LA is just going to be hot and we're going to deal with that. For now. We deal with a lot. What have we had to deal with this week? LA wildlife. Wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed you, neither of you were going to do it, so I jumped in. This last week actually was a very strange week in LA for me because... In the olden days, I uh, used to chase this band around, and we would drive thousands of miles and suffer gauntlets of county sheriffs and state patrolmen and, and various police officers of, of all kinds of jurisdictions and wind up at some venue where some people were just, you know, baffled by the entire thing that was going on. And then it didn't happen for a long time, but recently they had the thing up the hill from our house, and I decided to wander there from my own home, and it was very strange, because, like, you know when you go to somebody else's town, and, like, you just kind of descend like a bunch of locusts and sh freak out all the locals, it's kind of like, oh, this is fun, <laughs> it's not disturbing my world, it's great. And here I went to uh, Dodger Stadium, where Dead and Company were playing, and it was really strange to watch L.A. impose itself upon this culture <laughs> that I've seen everywhere else. Honestly, I uh, 
have never seen so many of the Los Angeles local freaks out in the same place. It was really kind of fun. It was interesting. I wound up with a bunch of people and it was just bizarre to realize that like, you know, one of the things that we always like kind of skim over on LA wildlife is the fact that while there are quote unquote LA natives, almost all of them are second generation at best. Most yeah. people are, there's n- almost nobody who's been here more than like my grandparents were here. That's really rare. And most of us came here ourselves and i just wanted to hit on this because i know it's going to keep coming up and i just want to make it a theme point it's like everybody here in la is the kind of person who left somewhere else and said i'm going as far away from you guys as i can possibly get and it's either it wasn't you it was your grandma or your mom or somebody who was like you know what i don't care i live in china and it sucks here so i'm leaving i'm going someplace on the other side of the planet so i can get away from all you people folks don't leave their family lightly especially in uh, in other cultures in western culture it's a lot more individual and personal but yeah, there's a whole bunch of people in this town that are all about, like, me and my own thing. And it was, a lot of the things that I do personally are individual kind of sports. You engage with a bunch of other people who are individuals just like you, which is, you know, we're all unique, just like everybody else. So much fun. But once again, happened to me at the Dead & Company show, which was a really great show, by the way. I don't know if anybody went to see it, but I wound up walking home from the show by myself i was the crazy person (laughs) singing like i'm singing songs and literally i'm dressed in tie-dye pants and i got like crazy color hair and walking down the street just singing songs out loud almost as a defense mechanism (laughs) it's like totally maybe they won't mess with the crazy woman singing to herself (laughs) really loud yeah, um, I've definitely uh, experienced that before. I was waiting for the bus after work the other day, and there was this dude walking up the street, and he's walking in front of all of us, and he's just like karate chopping the air. <laughs> and he starts rapping to himself. He's like very dirty and greasy looking, but he's Good. so into it. But like all of us are like backing up. Give the man his jam space. Yeah, Yeah. we just basically, I mean, I wanted to act like I was in a mosh pit, like I was 18 years old, like standing with my fucking like fist out in the crowd, like, no, dude, don't run into me. It was fine, I guess. (laughs) He just ended up walking down the line and continuing. I don't remember anything he said, really, but... Did he actually hit you? No, 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 no. He didn't hit me, luckily. What's getting hit? It's a problem. Yeah, I would not be pleased. Yeah, um... I've been hit before. It's weird how LA is because it's not only all this weird stuff happens, but there's a specific subset of Los Angeles that is even more so wild. And that is the public transportation system. Yay, Metro. I love introducing all the white people to the Metro. We have like a great system here. It's so much fun to watch people say, why do I have to buy a tap card? (laughs) Right. People, buy yourselves a tap card. Keep it with you at all times. Okay, get this. If you live in LA... Get a tap card. Keep it with you. It's just a great thing to have. I don't know if they're going to agree with that after uh, this. The Metro people do the best. They really do. Come on. That's where the weirdest fucking shit happens. The public transportation system is great. It, you can get you places and it's cheap and easy. And uh, if you ever need to get somewhere, you can get on a fucking bus and get, get somewhere. But that's also why it attracts such a wide array of people. Most of the weird experiences I've had have been 
near or around public transportation, either on a bus or waiting for a bus or on a train, uh, things like that. But one time I was on a bus and sitting at the very back because just recently before that, my phone had been stolen out of my hands from over my shoulder. So I was like, oh, from then on, I sat on the back of the bus because I'm like, no, there's no one behind me. I'm good to go. But uh, I'm sitting at the back of the bus and this lady gets on and she comes and sits next to me and as soon as the bus takes off, this lady just starts singing. And at first I didn't think she was singing because what it sounded like was what would happen if you took eight blenders, poured nails in all of them and turned them all on at once. <laughs> oh, it was just really bad. And I didn't, re- I didn't think it was singing at first. I thought she was like yelling or talking on the phone or something. But yeah, she's doing it. And then she starts like dancing on the seat in the back of the bus on like the three middle seats next to me. At one point she says something to me and I'm like, I, I kind of don't acknowledge it, but I glance up and just shake my head no or something. I don't know what I did, but uh, apparently she got really offended because she started calling me like a white boy cracker motherfucker and all this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> well, I guess, but damn, I, did, I was just trying Rude, to though. read a book on my way home from work. Yeah. Come on. Were you manspreading? No, I had my knees tucked together so they could both fit on that little, uh, on the little brace behind the seat. So I was not taking up any fucking space whatsoever. But uh, I glance over at her again and I'm just like shaking my head and look, trying to go back to reading my book. And she says something else to me and I completely ignore it. And she leans over and she like hits my arm. What the fuck? And I didn't really know what to do. I was just like, yeah, you shouldn't touch me. Like, don't fucking touch me is what I, something along those lines. But I was so shocked that I just didn't know what to do. What what did you do? That was basically it. Uh, the bus stopped maybe 30 seconds later and she got off, stumbled her whatever the fuck, drunk, high, whatever, ass off the bus and she was gone. Good lordy lordy. That was like within my first year in LA. Well, it, it beats, you know, getting like actually gobsmacked like Ryan did going across the bridge that night. That's true. I've never actually like, that was the most I've been hit. Which is good. It's a relatively minor thing as a tax go, but still nonetheless somewhat dis- disturbing. The truth of the matter is I've lived here for years, never had anybody much more than verbally accost me on the on the metro. Yeah. Same. I've had someone yank my headphones out and oh, like, yeah. like, like tap me and stuff. You've said before, we all do the I've got headphones and I can't hear you yep. routine where I'm yep. not paying. Oh, like I totally can't hear you. Nobody's listening to those headphones, folks. None. Actually, you know, <laughs> nobody who's smart, right? Because that's how you protect yourself. You you yeah. put the headphones in and you don't turn them on, so you know what's going on. And everybody thinks you don't know what's going on. What a horrible world we live in! Yay, happy! And now a word from our sponsors. Got a niche that just won't quit? You're grown. Leave it alone. Got niche? No problem. It'll go away for sure. No slap. Brought to you by mosquitoes. Welcome back. Should we actually just go ahead and say whatever occurs to us and let you edit it out later? <laughs> or should we, like, edit ourselves? To... We should We should edit ourselves enough to not interrupt conversation. I need to turn my mic off. <laughs> I'm really literally trying to shut up and not talk because I'm looking at these and, and I'm talking too much. It is Leo season, is it not? It's my favorite time of the year. We're approaching and it's also mine too. It's my entire month. 
Yeah, both of y'all are Leos. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. You know you love us. I do. <laughs> Honestly, uh, if, if we want to go the astrological route, both Capricorns and uh, Sagittarius, right? Mm-hmm. Depend on the strong leader force. They They both work that way. And it's not really surprising. Like, the dynamic here between the three of us, two Leos... And, 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 and the cusp. Sag cap cusp. Yeah, it's not surprising. Yep. That sums it all up. <laughs> so today today we're going to play in a fantasy world where astrology is real. It actually matters. And let's yeah, just we don't talk really about know. some of our favorite fun. Fun. Fun stuff for Leo Honestly, season. I downloaded an app that is like very specific to the time you were born. And it gives you astrology shit and like... Not really horoscopes, but just kind of things like, oh, this is what is working for you recently. This is what you're thinking about. This is what you should put an energy into. And um, yeah, it's been really creepily accurate recently. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to listen to this. It's making sense. There's a, there's a long story that you guys will drag out one day that I started studying the grift early. And I mean, like, really ridiculously early. And it was interesting to me how the whole astrology thing and uh, similar related sorts of notions are based in reality. I mean, like, for example, I'm a Leo, born in the summertime. For me, the summertime is my favorite time of the year. I was born late in the summertime so that I actually wound up, because of the way the bizarre agricultural society that I grew up in worked, I was the eldest of all the people in my group because the way they cut us off for school. I was the youngest, or some of the youngest. Yeah, see, they would, for us, they did it like at July. So beginning of August, everybody born after August was like in that, that next year or that oh. year before. And I wound up being like the oldest of everybody in our group. And so it affected the way I grew up. And from that perspective, astrology clearly has a thing. I mean, you, develop, you reach developmental points in your life that occur in the summertime as opposed to people who are born in this December and it occurs in the wintertime. And it's completely understandable that there are certain things related to being born at a certain time of the year would affect the way you develop. And I'm completely down with that. Yeah. There was a really good book wrote, written by a guy a long time ago. He took the Asian 12-year cycle and mixed it with the Occidental 12-month cycle and came up with a 144 spread. Mm -hmm. If you ever get really interested in uh, astrology, take a chance at that one. Because if you talk about cold reads that really work, that's a great series of uh, descriptions of individuals. It's fascinating how well it works because he took those two different astrological things and melded them together still works fantastic yeah it's really interesting to see how close all of this like astrology stuff is to what you see in other people you know it's interesting because i feel like i have a lot of transitional change in like the summertime as well i don't know no i guess most of mine happens like it's it's like early fall Depends on my mood. It also, I think it's different for people who live in the same place they were born their entire lives as, than it is for people who move to different latitudes and uh, different cultures as they age. Because if, if you're stuck in a place and it never changes and every year things are exactly the same as you get older, it definitely affects the way that you view life. If you start at Christmas... <laughs> that's a real milestone every year making it to christmas well i mean like uh, my grandmother's birthday was december 25th and she was one of those people who always hated it when people would give her the same gift 
I get two gifts, damn it. I'm a twin. On 23rd, right? Yeah, on the 23rd. You had to split it with Christmas even, Yeah, too. so it was Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, Share It. <laughs> or it was two sweaters, one pink and one purple. And that happened up until we were, I don't know, too old for it, though. Way too old for that shit. Not cool, families. If you have to do one present, at least make it, like, a little bit bigger or more heartfelt, you know? Yeah, so uh, last year at... During, Leo season. During Leo season, it occurred to us that we, we did the nice little count here at our house, and we had six Leos living in our house at one time. That was a lot. That's bonkers. So I like to bake a lot in a lot of aspects of that word. Yup. Yo, I ended up, I made a cake for everyone, and I wrote in icing, Leo's suck. Yep. And and then Compi drew her fingers through it and made it say Leo's rock, right? Tried to. I'd give it my best shot. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, I was heartbroken. I was so looking forward to the cake and it said, we suck. And I'm, oh. Tastes just as good. We do suck, but only after you take us out to dinner. <laughs> I just seem... The making the cake and then say, uh, making me suck for it just seemed a little on the <laughs> nose. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Leos. It can be weird living with a lot of Leos. I mean, we all kind of have this thing, like a leader, lion, weird, Big, fiery thing. strong presence. Right. And sometimes I feel that, but also sometimes I'm like, no. But when you get your groove. Yeah. It's not all the time. And it's weird how that sometimes comes into play. And is that like because of that or just... Is that who you are? It's fun to think about. You're a lion. And I'm a lion. Like, you have so many characteristics of a lion. <laughs> I have whiskers. Hello. You're a mane. You're Sagittarius. You're really good with arrows. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> have you ever shot a bow and arrow? No. So Absolutely how do we know? Absolutely not. Maybe I'm naturally gifted. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's, Let's take go up do archery. It. One of my favorite things to do when traveling is to go and find the local superstitions and enjoy them. Pretty much everywhere you go, they've got their own variation on it, whether it's a soothsayer, a palm reader, tea leaves, or whatever. Go and find them and just give them 10 bucks and listen to what they say. You'll be baffled at how many times they say exactly the same thing. It doesn't matter whether you're in China or New Orleans. They'll say the same things to you. It's really kind of fun because it's like cold reads are really good. It's a really specialized sort of thing. And it's interesting how many times they can get you with metaphors that don't really make sense. But at the same time, for me, in Asia, everywhere I would go, they would always say, oh, you are very fire. You need water. Like, what do you mean? I should get a boat? They're like, no, live <laughs> near the water. And then you did. And, and I did. And it was like, <clears throat> it was okay. But it was just coincidental to me. that It was like, I went to several countries in Asia and they did me the same read. Hmm. I'm having a problem with the connection. Please try again in a little bit. Sorry, my Siri uh, decided that it was going to try to hear something, apparently. What the fuck? Hey, Siri. No, I don't think it can hear you. I don't know what it was <laughs> that just did that. Um... I don't like that at all. It's interesting. All of our uh, Leos have moved out. I haven't. Yeah, it's just me and you. Mark? Yeah, oh yeah, and Mark. Yeah. Yeah, so there's still some of us. Yeah, but I mean, I've got several different folks here over the, over time that were, but like the massive bulk of Leos have moved out. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. 
come on down to the despair emporium we got bad shit on sale need some terrible news we got the worst need a bunch of poor schleps to die for no good reason that'll happen here at the despair emporium we've got the best prices on sad stuff and fucked up feelings we've got a gloom and doom two-pack You've got tired, angry, and disgusted by one get ones. And for this week only, if you buy a fucking hint, you'll get our famous grip and clue kit completely free. Stop on in to the Despair Emporium to stock up on being down. Get your daily dose of depression, desperation, discouragement, and dread at low, low prices. Let's kill it. Oh, are we going? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. So welcome back, and uh, let's do this. Clink. Clink. Hey, Seth. What? What did you learn this week? I learned uh, about a place that has the most extreme temperature differences of any city over 100,000 people on the planet. Whoa, wait. The most extreme? Yeah. What's the temperature difference? Oh, wait, hold on. What's the place? I, that's probably the more yeah, important really question. really hard to pronounce. <laughs> uh, Yakutsk. It's in Siberia. How do you spell that? Uh, Y-A-K-U-T-S-K. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's how you say it, though. I don't have the temperature differences, but uh, I saw them in Celsius. <laughs> so oh. do math, everyone who doesn't know it. So in the wintertime, it can get down to like negative 50 degrees. Holy shit. Celsius. That's a lot. Centigrade, whatever. Are they the same thing? I think I don't so. Know. But in the summertime, it can get up to like 38, which is like 100 in Fahrenheit. Holy shit. So anywhere shit. between like negative 50 and 105 uh, in this one place throughout the year. That's insanity. I don't so like I that. So I would hate to live there. I don't Mostly because of the cold. <laughs> yeah, 108, that's easy. Easy peasy. <laughs> Doing that right now, it feels like. Nah, it's like 117. The truth <laughs> is that in Los Angeles, there are tremendous temperature differences from morning to night. I mean, there was uh, sometime recently 55 degrees difference between the morning and the next morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Slight difference. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I worked in Pasadena and I lived in... Marina Del Rey, and there would occasionally be a 35-degree <laughs> difference between the place that I worked and yeah. the place that I lived, and it was insane to travel from one side of town to the other and travel through, like, three completely different global climates right. to get there. There's all sorts. It's, like, beach breeze and nice and cool, and then you have, like... Uh, it's it, there's Next to the beach is foggy. Then away from the beach, it's like still humid, but not foggy. And then it's not humid and not foggy. And then it's like crazy dry and... And hot. Hot. Hey, Compi, what did you learn this week? My lesson this week was kind of spiritual. I had a... One of, one of my life lessons that I've carried for a really long time, my grandma used to tell me that, you know, if you can't reach a decision based on you know how you feel about things whether you think it's right or wrong or whatever you should look at the money and they like go with the money if there ain't no money in it don't do it and it was interesting because you know granny was like she didn't think about the money first she thought about the money second that's a great way to divide things and i had this personal life situation where that failed me 
because it had literally been six weeks where I was dealing with this thing and I couldn't even like go oh well where's the money at no money in it either it, it really came back down to something I couldn't figure out and I wildly through bouncing off a bunch of different people that I knew I figured out that the thing that I really cared about was the actual the third thing in the what I wasn't thinking about was the person involved that I was dealing with. There's an emotional aspect to everything. You know, is your ego? It's like your feelings hurt. Is your is your butt hurt? Is you you feel like you need to go and go someplace and cry or whatever? It, it's a whole thing. And then there's the money part where it's like, oh well, maybe I'm going to make some money, maybe I'm not. And that's a very easy thing for people to decide on. Lots of folks don't. That's their only thing. But suddenly I, I realized that there was a whole third component, which is the other person. And I, I, I stepped back and measured that, and it changed the way I dealt with some things. And so there you go. That's what I learned this week. Yeah, it's good. It's a good lesson to learn. So, Lo, what did you learn this week? I learned about a person that interests me in two different aspects. Uh, her name is Elizabeth Eaton Converse, but she went by Connie Converse. Uh, she is a, a musician who was active in the 1950s, briefly, um, one of the first recorded instances of uh, the singer-songwriter genre, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but she went missing in 1974. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I have a, a weird interest in true crime and especially like missing persons. Yeah, you do. Like people, people who vanish out of thin air, like that like really creeps me out. I'm like, no. So they don't have any leads? No, there's like, they have no idea. Basically, I think the biggest thing that they had was the family hired a private investigator a couple of years after she went missing. And um, they basically came back to her and told her, hey, uh, even if I could find her, it's like not my place. It's her right to go missing and not want to be found. And then they stopped searching for her. And that was just kind of the end of it. I wonder if uh, they found them and she like, managed to convince them that yeah. that was like what she wanted that's kind was, of what i'm just, thinking god damn it man let me fucking disappear yeah, like do let me live my life like <laughs> seriously obviously i fucking went this far i did this much sh- shit to not be found please just let me be right and the like, guy was just like damn okay. diy witness protection yeah come on like <clears throat> yeah i don't know i just thought it was interesting especially i ended up listening to some of her music today and she's really, really good. And like, especially for the 1950s and being one of the first recorded examples of being a singer songwriter, she was really, really interesting, like vocally and melodically and stuff. I don't know. It was cool. It's one of the big differences between modern singer songwriters in the days of old. Jim Morrison was famous for penning a tune in which one of the biggest lines was, that's okay, you can always change your name. And it's really completely and totally not true now, 50 years later. Right. Right. I'd like, I'd like to throw out a uh, thank you. You guys have been super nice to me and letting uh, me participate in this thing with you. It's really kind of a, I, a, I'm happy to be here. And I'd like to also go out and throw out a thanks to a place downtown in Los Angeles called Coronado's on 5th between Broadway and Spring. Stop in there. Have a few drinks, buy a few Mexican dishes, have some good food, enjoy yourself. It's a lovely place. Get a big old beer. They have giant beers. They're like 28 ounces or something. It's insane. That's a whole meal. (laughs) You you get that with some nachos and, and sauce and you're good to go.
Good to go. So that is all for us this time. Thank you for coming back and, and hanging out with us. If you are new, you can subscribe to the podcast, I guess. Yeah, subscribe. That's fun. I guess um, rating is an important thing, too. Yeah, leave some reviews. Let us know what you like or don't like. Should we, like, shut the fuck up some more? Should we uh, talk longer? Should we do more commercials? I don't know. What's up? Tell us how you feel. Should we do a live broadcast? Oh, that's like a that's, lot of pressure. Yeah, that, this is really early for that. <laughs> we'll worry about that yeah. when we hit episode 2000. Right. Um, Seth, what's our information? So you can find us on Twitter at Seth and Low Pod. And I myself am at Seth7123 on basically everything on the internet. And I am at Littlefoot Low on basically everything on the internet. And this is brought to you by Musicians Loft Studios. And we're at Loft Musicians on Twitter and Musicians Loft Studios on Instagram. Got it. Cool. All right. So I, I think that it, it, that it, oh, this, it, is, is this where But are we... We have a play out. I don't know. Should I stop? What? Should I stop recording? Yes. Are we done now? That was it all. Or we finished?